Hi everyone, this is Kirija. You are tuning into my podcast, Bahubhashik Talks, conversation on languages, cultural literature, and people. My guest for today is Benny. She is joining us from Sofia, Bulgaria. Other than knowing foreign languages like Spanish, Japanese, French, Bulgarian, she also knows many Indian languages. She has studied Indology in her masters. Tune into this one to know. Benny's thoughts on languages, cultural literature, and people. Hi, Benny. How are you? Hello, I'm fine. Thank you. How are you? I am good too. I'm good too. Thank you so much. So today I have with me is Benny, all the way from Bulgaria. I'm going to just ask her to introduce herself to all of us. So Benny, can you please introduce yourself? Yeah. Hi, I'm Benny. I'm from Sofia, Bulgaria. And I learn languages, and that's why I'm here today uh, <laughs> for the invitation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So now, since you said that you learned the languages, so just name the all name the languages you learned, and please also tell us that how learning all these languages have helped you personally and professionally. Yeah, of course. So I've started learning languages uh, in the kindergarten. Uh, my first language is English, and I didn't even know why I'm studying English. Uh, I just, I don't even remember it. My mom has told me stories about it. She just told me uh, one day after kindergarten, she came to pick me up and I just said, mommy, I want to, to learn English. And I didn't even pronounce the word English in our native language correctly because I was just a kid and I wasn't speaking well still. But I guess I just like the teacher who came to visit us. I don't know, I don't remember it, <laughs> but that's when I started learning it. Also here in Bulgaria, when I was little, all the cartoons that were shown on TV, they were not a lot and they were all in English. We, we didn't have dubbing or subbing or anything. So maybe that also helped, I don't know, I guess. <laughs> and um, so I, studied English um, and I studied it in elementary school also. Uh, here it is um, a standard, at least since I was a kid, uh, to study your first foreign language in, in elementary school. And then uh, elementary school is for four years. And then when you uh, go to middle school or pre-high school or whatever you call it, you start studying a second um, foreign language, which for me was Spanish. Mm -hmm. And um, I had a great teacher. I was very interested into it. I liked it. I studied hard. And then when it came time to choose high schools, um, I wanted to learn Spanish more. And I had a pretty good level of English and I was taking lessons outside of my school also. So I decided that I will go um, into high school with Spanish language so I can elevate my Spanish level. Um, so I did. And oh, uh, in high school, I had one year of studying only Spanish, Bulgarian, um, mathematics and um, arts and sports. And then I had to um, the next year, I started learning the rest of the subjects because that's how, um, if you get into a language high school in Bulgaria, that's how it goes. Mm -hmm. 
And yeah, so I did that. Uh, unfortunately, we had a change of teachers at the end of high school. And um, my level kind of stayed the same. I couldn't elevate it. And after high school, I started studying Japanese. And then I um, got into university where I started studying Hindi and I didn't use uh, Spanish at all. So it kind of stayed um, in the back of my head. Mm -hmm. uh, head, I'm sorry. Um, but I really wanted to get back into it. So in the beginning of the, the pandemic, everybody knows uh, how it went, uh, lockdowns. Yeah. I was yeah. very stressed uh, because um, I really liked, uh, it happened on my second master's. And I really liked uh, going to union, having the classes, and then I had to stay at home uh, and it was difficult to study. Uh, so I was kind of stressed out, but I was like, okay, I will do something for myself. So I restarted my Spanish with some classes and I'm um, studying still. Um, and my Japanese classes, I have taken them outside of, um, uh, high school or uni. I've just taken classes. Um, it was very interesting for me. I had a great first teacher. He was Japanese and he was super mega dedicated to, to the class. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, and now since you mentioned that, you know, you had a somehow lost touch with your Spanish, but during the start of pandemic, you kind of started getting back to revising that. Yes. So how easy or difficult it was for you to get hang on that language again? It was actually very easy. Okay. Um, because the language was there, I was just not able to talk a lot. Um, studying all new things with C1 level for C1. Wow, that's, that's, that's great. So, so, you know, Spanish, Japanese, Punjabi, Hindi, a bit of Urdu and your uh, native language. So you're, you're more than being a polyglot. That is someone who knows more than five languages is a polyglot. So how it really helped you at your professional front? What scope you see is uh, there when you know so many languages for anyone who would like to pursue their career in the language? So for a person we, who knows languages, there are a lot of opportunities. First of all, you can be a translator or a teacher, which is great. I, I, I personally have thought classes and I love teaching, but also you can do a lot, a lot of different things. Uh, you have a lot of opportunities because you can learn a new skill and work um, with um, like in the tech sector because they also need not only tech skills but they need language skills and if you are interested in technology you can learn something you can learn a little bit of programming and there are a lot a lot of opportunities but also I think people should study languages because they want to, not because they have to. Mm -hmm. um, so I can tell you that all the stuff I have studied all my life, I have chosen to do that. Nobody has pushed me 
uh, as I told you, even as, as a kid in the kindergarten, I was the person who said, I want to study English. It was not my mom. Hey, you should study English. It, it's good for your future or anything. Mm -hmm. So I really believe that whatever you study, no matter it's languages or medicine or whatever, you have to study it because you feel the need to study it. Right. Right. And I think also not only the professional front, but knowing language helps you a lot in terms of growing as a person, because it introduced you to the people of that, uh, people who speak that language, culture with that language carries. Oh, yes. Literature yes, that that language has. So it really opens your map uh, in terms of uh, understanding about world, I think. I think so too, yes. Because you cannot study just a language without uh, getting to know the culture of the people exactly. and, so it, it, and you get to know so much stuff like for example when I got in uni for for my bachelor degree when I started studying Indology I I did it like it was destiny or something I don't mm. know I I didn't choose it for particular reasons. And I didn't know a lot about India or anything. And then when I got in, I learned so many things. And I learned that there are so many languages in India. I didn't know that there are so many languages and people in different states speak different languages and stuff. So definitely, you definitely learn a lot, a lot, a lot of things um, about uh, the people, the cultures, and and when you learn new things about new cultures, you I think you also grow because you think, oh, there's this thing and this thing. It's not only this small circle I have grown up in. There's a lot more to this world, and you want right. to discover and to explore. So, oh, yeah. and now since we talk about uh, Indian culture, and you mentioned that you didn't know that there are states having different languages are representing also a very different culture if I, yes. uh, I have to tell you so uh, what were the cultural shocks for you as a foreigner when you were learning Indian culture uh, shocks I don't think I'm a, a person who has experienced culture shock uh -huh. I've talked uh, I've talked about this uh, in another interview I, I had with my uh, Chinese friend uh, from the program Jinghua uh, mm -hmm. Homestay. Mm -hmm. uh, she asked me if I had some um, cultural uh, shock when I went to China. But what I told her and I, what I will told you and your audience is that if you think uh, openly, you wouldn't be shocked. You will expect everything and anything. So. Um, that's why I think I have not experienced any shocks like you. You just know that there are people everywhere around this world and they might have similarities and they might have differences, but that's OK. And you just have to to find what is similar, what is um, what is different and to you have to also to respect uh, those similarities and differences it's not that you have to do the things they do or the things to do things like they do it but you have to have respect and be open-minded 
Yeah, I think I think very well said. So, uh, what precisely you observe that some practices which we as an Indian follow it doesn't uh, happen in Bulgaria at all, and which you appreciated uh, at your level that oh, this is something really different, and I uh, didn't know it before. What what uh, can you mention any such cultural differences in Bulgarian culture and Indian culture which you think exist? So I have not been in India yet. But uh, I know uh, a bit of stuff from studying and from I've seen films and I have uh, met a lot of Indians uh, during my travels uh, and student programs. Uh, but I, I like uh, that uh, you dress very colorfully, like um, you have a lot of color in your um, clothing and you look super fresh and cute and i think here you dress more like standard like shirts jeans and i think in india you can see more diverse clothing and i think it's awesome okay wow that's that's amazing <laughs> thank yeah. you so much for that beautiful compliment i would i would say and now uh, if we talk about literature uh, we know that you know india also represent very uh, beautiful and uh, beautiful literature and i think same is the case of bulgaria from what i when i met you and we interacted at uh, chinua homestay program so based on your studies of hindi uh, punjabi urdu languages and when you were a bit introduced to indian culture uh, did you uh, uh, identify any similarities in bulgarian and indian literature i think um there are a lot of similarities in all um, in all cultures and languages in literature because they represent um, the way life is going so every country has gone through different periods and they might have gone to the different periods in different times but going through these periods is be relatively um, similar, uh, but to be honest, I prefer um, modern literature. Like I prefer thrillers, uh, sci-fi. I'm not uh, really into classic literature, mm. okay. so I like more modern styles. And I think uh, a lot of the modern day books, no matter the language, they tell they're they tell very different stories but they can be very interesting and sometimes similar in a good way yeah uh, i i agree i agree and also to talk about you know uh, you uh, being in a modern modern uh, literature and i think a movie is also one of the form of uh, literature and in india bollywood is being watched at all the in every corner of the world i believe so do you have yes. an interaction with bollywood oh yeah i have watched uh, some movies and they're very entertaining <laughs> and there's a lot of dancing and singing <laughs> also yeah. i don't know if you know that but there is this film i think it was from 2019 or something like that dilvale yeah it yeah, was yeah, filmed yeah. here in bulgaria there are a lot of scenes actually oh. shot in sofia Oh, yes. 
and it was very i i watched that movie and i was like wow they, they show sophia in such nice way yeah <laughs> it's so pretty <laughs> uh, so after watching the movie you realize that your, your country and the city you live in is very pretty this is amazing <laughs> Yeah, it was it was very strange, uh, like watching an Indian fi- film like with uh, Indian cast, and it was it was really strange, like watching it the, that they came to Bulgaria and uh, like lived here, and it was it was really <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, do you have any message for the people who would like to learn this language and how they should be prepared and how? Uh, Uh, what 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 will be the path of their study yes so if you want if you really want to study a language do it uh, you won't be sorry you will be very happy about it and find what works for you because every student studies differently if it works for you to take group classes go to a group class if it works to take Uh, solo classes take solo classes if you think that you can do it alone at home with uh, the help of the internet do it at home with the help of the internet but do what works for you find what works for you explore yourself find what it works for what works for you and do it the way it works for for you but because believe me it is very important that you feel comfortable and if you have a teacher that you have the right teacher because i have studied a language uh with a bad teacher and i left after half a year the classes because i just couldn't take being with that teacher and it was terrible and i didn't learn anything so you have to find the right technique and the right teacher for yourself and if you see that it's not working don't give up just change what it's not working yeah yeah it's like stick to the fact that you want to learn the language and explore the different ways and then yes. continue with the way which suits you the best wow that 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 is amazing message i believe and then can you please uh, teach our audience one sentence in all the languages you know probably pick one common sentence so that it's easy for all of us to relate to oh my god i don't know i i can tell you a joke uh that i we made in a bachelor degree when i was in, in uh-huh. my bachelor's with my friend uh because my friend was uh, had studied at the time korean and i had just begun studying korean and we were both in uh, indology and we also like she also speaks some more languages and uh because our brains are always full of different languages and different words and sometimes yeah. you know uh one thing comes in one language and another thing comes in another language and so absolutely it becomes a mess and you start your sentence in one language and end it in another <laughs> so we had this sentence meri chingu is the best so meri from hindi my chingu from korean friend s from uh, spanish is and the best <laughs> you know it, it's in english Yeah. So we did that uh, like uh, we we made this uh, sentence to express that uh, our multilingual brains are actually very messed up <laughs> and sometimes 
sometimes this type of uh, this type of sentences are they really get out of our mouths really very true very true i can relate <laughs> yes. to it completely <laughs> so that's wow. that's something funny uh, that i wanted to share yeah nice nice thank you so much and thank you so much for sharing such an amazing experiences of yours all of us and i'm sure audience are going to love this one at the end so thank you so much for being such an amazing guest here very Thank you for having me. It was an honor, really. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Same here. Thank you. This was Benny from Sofia, everyone. It was indeed inspiring for me to know someone in Sofia, Bulgaria, has so much of appreciation towards India, Indian languages, culture, and all the other languages she has studied so far. Let me know what all languages you would like me to invite, and I will try to get them on my podcast soon. Thank you so much for all the love you have been showering. Stay tuned more exciting stories are lined up. Thank you.